This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, a uh, Odyssey Sports original podcast. This is our live postgame show. Raiders 30 to 24 winners. An unbelievable interception by Chandler Jones on a play that should have never happened for the New England Patriots. Doesn't matter. The Raiders win. Stick it in the W column, my friends, as they win 30-24 in just an incredible and ending everyone. It will be on every highlight reel for the 2022 season. It is a top play in Raider history. There's no doubt. And Raider history is deep. So that doesn't that tells you and it doesn't matter what kind of year it's been. It's the way the game ended. Just incredible. We are live on YouTube. As I said, if you're in the chat, I'm going to get to a lot of the chat here. I see you guys going crazy over there. Um, and, and we'll get into it a little bit, I'm sure, but amazing. I want to go over some of the stats from the game as we take a look at how it all went down. The Raiders, uh, if you look at performances, Josh Jacobs, 22 carries, 93 yards, didn't score a touchdown, average of 4.2 yards. Uh, the Patriots really focused on the second half, the, the, the running game and the Raiders offense just went into a hole in the second half. So that was a little bit. Derek Carr, 20 of 38, 231 yards, three touchdowns. One interception, put up the numbers late, um, really didn't have a good game until the last drive, to be frank. Wasn't a bad game, wasn't a great game, but he did it when it mattered most. The Raiders with 32 seconds, uh, the touchdown to Keelan Cole for the tying score. Looked like it might be called out of bounds, but the referees side with the Raiders and say, look, it's inconclusive. It's a touchdown. Uh, You look at that uh, on the day, Cole Two catches, 50 yards, one touchdown. Darren Waller, three catches, 48 yards. Mac Hollins, four for 40. Devontae Adams, only four catches with 28 yards. The first time Devontae Adams with less than five catches. This is from my friend Kevin Wynn. The Raiders win, and he doesn't have five catches. So he, they break that little streak or whatever you want to call it as well. So you look at that, and you just look at the Raiders' stats as well. I'll read some of these off. The Raiders, 5 of 14 on third downs as well, 308 total net yards. New England outgained the Raiders by, by 10 yards in offense, and the Raiders overcome 13 penalties for 90 yards. It's the tied for the most in a game in the NFL this season with 13 as well. And, of course, uh, time of possession, 33 minutes, 16 seconds to 26 minutes, 44 seconds for the Patriots. On the other side, Mac Jones, 
13 of 31, 112 yards, uh, uh, 52 passer rating. Uh, Ramondi Stevenson, of course, uh, from Las Vegas, 19 carries, 172 yards. Nice performance. Almost 9.1, almost 10 yards a carry for, for Stevenson against the Raiders defense. But it doesn't matter because the Raiders defense comes up big at the end. Um, but I also want to talk about what happened in this game. We, we talk about the defense. A lot of you guys in the chat every week are hammering on the defense. And the defense is, is devoid of talent. It needs more talent. It has Max Crosby. It has Chandler Jones. It has Nate Hobbs. And Meek Robertson does good most of the time. He's a good, solid player. We've talked about it, among others. But this defense, if you look at the second half, it, it, was, it was fitting that they won the game. Because in the second half, the Raiders didn't get a first down. Up until the last drive where they tied the game with under a minute something left, they could not get a first down. So in the NFL, and I talk about it all the time on this show, it's about complementary football. You can't just play good defense or good offense. You have to play both, okay? Or if your defense isn't very good, your offense has to overcompensate or vice versa, right? And so what happens is you have the Raiders, again, score zero points in the second half up until the last play with 32 seconds left, where they get the touchdown to Keelan Cole. So, so again, you see a situation here. And, and, and the Raider fans out there, listen, you guys got to celebrate. You have to celebrate because a win is a win. At the same time, the Raiders almost blew another double-digit double lead, excuse me. And that's really concerning because you saw them fall into the same pattern, and they broke it at the end thanks to the offense scoring a touchdown late. And then, of course, the defense – Again, on a play that should have never happened. A lot of people will get to that. They'll say, listen, if, if the Patriots aren't idiots, Chandler Jones never gets a chance to get that ball and run the touchdown. It doesn't matter. It happened. The, the fact is he did make the boneheaded throw across field in a tie game. <laughs> in a tie game on the road with playoff implications, especially for the Patriots. Dude throws the ball across the field, and there's Chandler Jones using his athletic ability, and he trucks <laughs> Mac Jones, by the way. Mac Jones, if you look at that slow-mo when he's falling back and Chandler Jones is running over him, wow, just wow. So you look at that situation, and, and all of – listen, you can't forget about where the Raiders struggled in this game. But for now, you enjoy the win. And so I'm going to get to some of the – uh, the things in the chat here. And I want to talk a lot of are arguing, of course, about, about uh, Derek Carr. And it should be, look, again, up until the last series, Derek didn't perform well. Just, just not great, okay? And you guys can say he sucks. You can say he's not still the answer. I see Juanita Hollins in there saying that. Uh, I hear, I see Mark Torres, not, not a fan of Carr. Um, of course, we didn't get the ball to Adams, is what he said post game as well, but that it didn't matter that the guys who need to make the plays and he found obviously Keelan Cole. But if you look at the situation about blowing multi touchdown leads, that's still a concern for this team. Now they're technically still alive in the playoffs, such a very small percentage chance, but at least it gives you the fan some more time. But I think that if you look at the situation and what comes out of this game after tonight, it's still a lot of question marks Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro come back. And for the most part, they look rusty. I, I didn't expect any different. I mean, listen, when you're out five weeks, you don't just come onto the field after a few days of practice and, and it's like you were never injured. Okay. So 
that in itself, too, Darren Waller had a couple catches, nice catches, but he's not the player you need him to be yet. And I don't, ex- <laughs> excuse me, I don't expect him to be. <laughs> COVID, still there a little bit. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, but nonetheless, you see that. You also look at Hunter Renfro. I don't know why he's returning kicks coming back from an oblique injury. He takes a lot of abuse out there. I don't like that. But the return of those two guys on the field. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It, it, it didn't seem to make a difference. And I don't mean by their stats or their numbers. It just didn't seem like it created any mismatches or any concerns for the Patriots defense who shut down Devontae Adams. Their young cornerback uh, Jones did a great job of, of closing him out for the most part. The one long pass Derek overthrew just a little bit and he couldn't get to it, or that would have been a huge gain for Devontae Adams. But again, if you can't get the ball to the guy, uh, but I don't know why you don't use him more. Why don't you put him more in motion? Move him around more, Devontae Adams. That's what I would have done, and and maybe he would have done this. And the other thing to point to the fact here is, is or point out the fact, is that this Patriots offense is not very good. The running game obviously did well. The offensive line did well because he got 172 yards in rushing. Mac Jones just isn't there yet. Whether or not he ever makes it, who who cares? I don't really know. I don't think he will, but... Had this been a team with a better offense, a more well-rounded offense, then I don't know that the Raiders would have been in the game at the end because the Patriots offense didn't exactly do uh, uh, wonders for itself in the second half, although they did score 24 points. And their defense surrendered the last drive. The Raiders know how that feels. It happened to them last week against the Rams. So you got to take the mixed bag, but at the same time, uh, you have to you have to be able to understand that uh, it's it's a win, and the way the way in which Raider Nation watched that win unfold, I can tell you my reaction was I was watching it and think, okay, they're moving the ball, they're moving the ball. Maybe just maybe they'll get it in in the end zone. Maybe they will, and boom, they do. And then I'm like, okay, they're going to run out the clock here. They ran the ball. The Patriots on that last play, they run the ball, uh, and. Once once Stevenson got through and knew that he was going to be tackled, why he lateraled the ball, it all started with him. I have no idea. It, it, it makes no sense when you're in a tie game. It just makes no sense. The risk is way too high versus the reward of being able to do that. So, I, again, and I'm looking at the chat now, and I'm seeing you guys argue back and forth about Derek Carr about the offense. And and that's the important thing here too. Enjoy the win. Okay. Even for those of you who have good points about Derek Carr, about the offense and its inability to do anything in the second half until the last drive, that's fine. There's a time to talk about that, but just enjoy the win. Just enjoy it for a bit. And, and because it came down to the last play, does that matter? Eh, Not really. But I think that you have to sit here and you have to say to yourself, look, Raiders making the playoffs is a real big long shot, but at least you saw something go your way. 
you saw the Raider defense at a key moment make a play. It's always about making a play. It doesn't matter how the play comes about. It's at the time that you have the opportunity to make the play, do you make it? Chandler Jones says, yep, I got it. I'm taking it home, and I'm going to make Allegiant Stadium go nuts. And as we heard from Murph, they're live at the stadium. People, the emotion was from hell to heaven. People went from just crying in their beer to now they're out on the strip having a party. Right. So you got to love that as well. Uh, but I'm going to take your questions in the chat, too. So if you have any questions you want to talk about, I know you're arguing and, and, and going back and forth, banting with each other there. But uh, I'd love to hear from you and, and tell me how you're feeling about this. How do you feel about the win? You got to like the win, right? It's a mixed bag because things were so bad up until 32 seconds left in the game. But overall, do you not feel good about the win? Are there people out there? Are there people out there who don't feel good about the win? Tell me in the, in the YouTube chat, okay? I, I, I mean, it's a win. The Patriots choked, yes, but so what? The Raiders choked in the back before, too. Doesn't matter. Win is a win. All right, I'm going to take one more break, and then I'm going to come back and finish up the show. I'll get to your questions. Make sure... Throw in some questions, and there's Rossi, my good friend down in Australia, saying, hey, great win, weird end, weird win, but we'll take it. Yes, I agree with that. Second half, nothing minus the last drive, which was also a questionable TD. E Latino 81 What do you mean? Yeah, questionable. They reviewed it for a long time, and they couldn't. It was inconclusive. Doesn't matter. Now, El Latino or E Latino, however you, you want to call yourself. I don't think anybody's pretending the Raiders are contenders, but it was a nice win. And look, with all the crap that's happened this year and last year, it's nice that you get a win. Here's Jordan says, Scott, it feels like when you're playing on uh, OG Super Mario and you skip the world straight to the end. <laughs> yes, you won, but it feels weird. Not in a bad way, just like cheap. And Kelly Kreiner, my good friend, my former co-host here on the show, says you can't feel great blowing another second halftime lead. See, that's what I feel like, Kelly. But I, I want to make sure fans, you know, I mean, it was an incredible ending. That was awesome. Just as a football fan, I don't care who, what team you're into, to see that happen at the end of a game. First of all, it, it, it's perplexing because I can't believe that an NFL player, two, two NFL players, did that on that play when you have a tie game on the road. Right? So that's one of the deals. All right. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll finish up. I'll keep mixing it up in the chat. Uh, and remember, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Just search Silver and Black today and you can get our Odyssey original podcast. Also, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscriptions, but also you got to hit the notifications bell so you know when we're live or when another video goes up. James, I'll get back to your question here in just in a minute after I take this break. Uh, also, uh, make sure you check out our show. We'll be back on Tuesday with Mo. We'll recap this improbable ending as well as all the other issues surrounding this game. We'll go in-depth on what we saw, again, with another big another big lead blown in the second half, which you just can't ignore. you got to talk about that one. Uh, and I'll ask you the question after the break. Did Josh McDaniel save his job? Well, he didn't save it. Did, did Chandler Jones save his job tonight? I'm going to ask that question when I come back. You're listening to Silver and Black today on Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.